Well, I said earlier that Eric and I want to share the story of what makes Chapel Roswell shine. Right? And that story is not just a story of Chapel Roswell, but it's the story of our faith, of who we are as God's people. And so in our scripture today, we go back to the beginning. In the beginning was the word. In the beginning, when God was creating, when God was making something out of nothing, when God was making order out of chaos. That's who God is, right? At the core of God is God as the creator. And so we look around the world and everything we see, all life that exists, it points back to God who created it. And that includes us. Right? Each and every one of us created by God. And so that means really two things for us. That who we are, just being us, points to God. And out into the world, we can point to God just by being ourselves. But it also means that because we have a piece of God within us, we too can tap in to that divine creativity of God. And that's been a part of our Chapel Roswell story, is that we wanted to tap in to that divine creativity. To create, not just for the sake of creating something new, to be edgy, right? But as a way of embodying that creativity of God. Chapel Roswell shines through its creativity. Right? And we do that by, by tapping in to the Holy Spirit, by turning to the guidance from the Holy Spirit so that we can really share the story of God, share God's love and God's grace and God's mercy in ways that are good and that are true, but that are also engaging and thought-provoking. So that maybe when you leave this place, you're still thinking and pondering and asking questions about who is this God. And some days that has worked really, really well. And some of you have probably been here on days when it has not worked so well. And so we gather back together as a team and, you know, we address the good and the bad and the ugly but we never call it a failure because the only real failure would be to stop engaging in this act of creativity that truly embodies who God is. Now, we can't engage in this act of creativity alone. We do it as a team, right? In fact, we've been working together as a team so long and so well that we've actually gotten to the point where we finish each other's sandwiches. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And yes, creativity is divine. It's holy, and it's one of the things that we believe makes Chapel Roswell shine. But along with that is collaboration. The idea that we work together as a team. Having a collaborative environment is crucial to Chapel Roswell, and we think that's another thing that makes Chapel Roswell shine. Chris and I have been reading a book uh, recommended to us by our bishop called Canoeing the Mountains, and um, written by a guy named Todd Bolsinger. And his purpose for writing the book is to open up what effective leadership, particularly Christian leadership, 
looks like in a rapidly changing world. And so he brings up the idea of transformational leadership, that effective Christian leadership is transformational in nature, both for the leader, for individuals, and for a community and for the world. And, and in talking about transformational leadership, he says this, perhaps the most unexpected and challenging and delightful work of transformational leadership is when it becomes the shared work of friends. And that's been our experience with Chapel Roswell, with the staff and the leadership, with every person that's connected and involved. We've been participating in the transformational work of God, shared work of God with friends. And collaboration is divine. It's holy. God is a collaborative God. The scripture Kristen read earlier, John's introduction to us of Jesus said, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God in the beginning. John introduces Trinitarian theology to us, that there is God the Father, God the Son, and they are one in that sense, the very nature of God is collaborative. God's existence is collaborative. And we understand that we're made in the image of God. So we're made to be collaborative, to work together, to share in the work of God and God's kingdom. You know, Kristen, you actually said something really smart about that the other day. Do you remember? Yeah, occasionally I say something smart, just on occasion. Well, I was thinking about collaboration, right? And if you look at the word collaboration, it's really co-laboring, right? We're working together towards some common goal, working together as a team. And you mentioned about God as, as triune. You know, there's a lot of different ways people try to explain God as the Trinity, three in one. Um, but all of them seem to fall short. But my favorite one that I think comes the closest is thinking about the Trinity as a dance. With Father, Son, and Holy Spirit moving together as one, right, in this beautiful dance. And sometimes one will take the lead and the others will follow. And then another will take the lead and the others will follow. But they continue to move together. And I think that's what we've tried to do is move together as one. And that really flies in the face of most organizational structures, right? To not have this one authority figure, but to have an even power structure. And that's part of what makes us shine, part of what sets us apart. But it's not just our, our power dynamics. We're also very intentional about who is part of the team. Right, Eric? That's true. And so one of the other things about the collaborative work of Chapel Roswell is the diversity that's represented and contained within it. Because that's also a representation of the kingdom of God, because the kingdom of God is diverse. From the very beginning, when God made covenant with Abraham, I will bless you and I will make your people a blessing for all nations. The Old Testament prophets talk about all nations, all peoples coming to God. 
Jesus said, I came so that everybody would have life. And so the kingdom of God is diverse by nature. So we've been intentional about Chapel Roswell's leadership and representation being diverse. And diverse in every sense of the way. And if you don't mind me saying, that's kind of tough in Roswell, Georgia. (laughs) It's a fairly homogenous crowd. But for us, to embody the diversity of the kingdom of God, meant it starts at the top with our leadership, with our decision makers, for us to be diverse in every way possible. Gender, race, ethnicity, theological persuasion, sexual orientation. If the kingdom of God is going to be diverse and is going to be represented in its diversity in the church then the people who are making the decisions for the church have to represent that diversity. And I would say that it's the diversity of the collaborative team here at Chapel Roswell that makes Chapel Roswell shine into our community, that makes Chapel Roswell appealing to the diverse group of people that surround us. That's right, because we're not here just for you, sorry, (laughs) right? The church exists for those outside the walls. And so we want to be creative and collaborative in a way that reaches beyond the church and into the community. And that's the other thing that we think makes Chapel Roswell shine. So creativity, collaboration, and I apologize, I'm pretty sure that's my microphone. a lot of energy. <laughs> Creativity, collaboration, and community. Our understanding of the kingdom of God as community and the church as community, not just within the church, but as a part of the community where the church lives and exists and finds her being. And so for Chapel Roswell, it's critical that we not be looking inward, but that we're looking out. And that we're engaged in participating in the community in every way possible. To be present. The scripture said that from the word came life. And the life was a light for all people not just Christians or people in the church, but for everybody, everywhere. And so one of the things that makes Chapel Roswell shine is that light, the light of life that we reflect into the world around us, that we reflect into Roswell. Think about the ways that Chapel Roswell has been present and active and engaged in our community. Our partnership with the Child Development Academy. Our partnership with the Drake House. Our presence at Alive in Roswell, rain or shine. (laughs) The infamous pint glasses that float around Canton Street (laughs) in some of your homes. (laughs) Our band playing our songs that we do on Sunday morning at the Roswell Beer Fest in support of the Star House. 
All of these are examples of ways that Chapel Roswell shines the light of Christ into our community. And please understand that the importance of Chapel Roswell being engaged in the community isn't for their sake alone. It's for ours too. The church needs to be engaged with people who aren't in the church to help keep us honest. Your faith needs their questions. We need to see continually the transformational work of the Holy Spirit in the lives of the people around us. And it takes intentional effort because our inclination by nature is going to be to turn inward. And look to each other and take care of one another and enjoy being with one another. And pretty soon you got a closed system. And that's unhealthy. Church needs fresh blood. Fresh DNA. You close off that system and don't introduce new DNA to it for long enough. Pardon me, but that gets incestuous. And it takes effort to fight against that spiritual incestuousness. I know that's not the best analogy, but it really fits if you think about it. We need that injection. Fresh injection of DNA and of the work and movement of the Holy Spirit in new ways and in people's lives. And so... One of the things that we believe makes Chapel Roswell shine is our understanding of community. Not just for ourselves, but Roswell and community. That we will always be moving in that direction. Even the logo, the Chapel Roswell logo, those waves that radiate out from the center, the sea, which is Christ, those waves represent you and me and all of us out into our community. So with creativity and collaboration and community, what has been built here is a movement. A movement that's about so much more than just the pastors. That's right. I mean, from the beginning, we have had one eye on the here and now and one eye on the future and where we're going. Right, we said we wanted to build a community that was a modern expression of a historic faith. We want to carry this God, this Jesus that we know and that we love all the way into our world today. And so for us, that's meant that we have to constantly reevaluate what it means to be modern, right? We've never arrived at a destination. And that starts for us every week in our work planning sessions together as a team, we sit down and we evaluate, okay, how did it go this past Sunday? What are we doing this coming Sunday? And what are we doing six months from now? And not just because that's a really good way to plan, but because it helps keep us honest and focused on that vision. It helps remind us that we are thinking about, that we are planning for, and that we are praying for those that aren't even yet that's why we exist. And this vision-centered attitude, future 
facing attitude. It's not just something for us as the pastors or as the staff or as our worship planning team to consider. It's something that we want all of you who participate in Chapel Roswell to be a part of. And that was evident even back on our very first Sunday together. So that first Sunday in September of 2015 uh, that we met in here for worship, the room wasn't even completely done being renovated. In particular, the carpet hadn't been replaced yet. And it was a beautiful original carpet that was in here, but it was time. And at the end of worship that day, we had uh, taken up a section of carpet around the center. We'd pulled it up to expose the concrete that was underneath and invited everybody in the room to come forward and write a blessing. Sign your name, a hope, a dream, a wish, a prayer for this newly forming movement, this church within a church that we call Chapel Roswell. And it was amazing the things that were written here, and, and they're still here, right underneath the carpet. I want to share some of them with you. People wrote Bible verses, a variety of different Bible references, Bible verses. One person wrote, God bless Chapel Roswell. Somebody else wrote, may this place always be holy ground. Somebody wrote, love one another. Somebody else wrote, listen to God's call and then have the courage to say yes. This next one's probably my favorite. Somebody wrote, rate five of five, I would church again. <laughs> Somebody else wrote, attention to God leads us all into the open, into spacious and free life. Somebody else wrote, teach me how to live. All those things and so many more are still written right here on the floor under the carpet. I have a, I'd like your help, please, if you don't mind. This is participatory. Um, if you weren't here yet, that first Sunday in September, if you weren't here to write something on the floor, would you do me a favor and just stand up where you are, please, just for a second. If you weren't here to write something on the floor, would you stand up where you are? Hmm. Amen. Okay. Thank you. You guys can have a seat. So back on that first Sunday, we really didn't know what was going to become of Chapel Roswell, right? It felt a little bit like we were living in the darkness. And a lot of times we think about darkness being something bad or scary, but it can also be the unknown, that we just don't know what's coming yet. But as our scripture told us, the light shines in the darkness. And the darkness will not extinguish the light. And so we continued to step into the light. To make our way through the darkness, through the unknown. And find the light. And we picked up some people along the way. 
and the light continues to shine brighter and brighter and brighter so that the light is life for all people. This light, the light of Christ shining in the world is life for you and for me and for all people. And so today as we look to take another step into some unknown darkness, as we seek to prepare for new leaders here at Chapel Roswell, we remind you that we all step together in the light so that the, life will, the light will be life for all people. We want to illustrate that this morning by shining some light. You may have noticed the light bulbs that are up on the floor here around the center. And they do spell out the light is life for all people. And so in just a moment as the band comes to play, we're going to invite you to come forward. And if you'll just twist one light bulb. Twist it just a little bit. They're in, but not all the way. So twist it in and let your light shine as we illustrate how Chapel Roswell shines God's light into this world. So like Kristen said, in a minute the band is going to come and we'll sing as uh, you come forward and, and twist one of the light bulbs to let your light shine. And also during that time, uh, we respond what God is doing to God's light shining in us in all kinds of ways. This is one. Another one is by giving our tithes and offerings back to God as a way to say thank you to God and as a way to continue to move God's church forward. And the ways that you can do that are up on the screen in front of you. There are baskets by the door. There's a kiosk out here by the connection desk. You can text to the number on the screen or you can do it through the app, the Chapel Roswell app. But I hope that you'll consider responding to what God is doing in your life by giving back to God in one of these ways. And another way you may feel led to respond is in prayer. And if you would like for somebody to pray with you, we will have people by either one of the stained glass windows behind Kristen and I, people there with name tags that say CR Care. And they're there specifically for the purpose of praying with you if you'd like for somebody to do that. So as we prepare to respond, to God's light shining in our lives, I invite you to pray with me. Oh God, you were there in the beginning to create something out of nothing, to make order out of chaos. And you continue to engage in that act of creation throughout time. We're grateful for the ways that your spirit has moved within us and here in this community, in this place where we have come to know you and to see you and to feel you more deeply. God, may we respond to your love and your grace and your mercy by allowing it to move through us and shine back out into the world that we as your people may be your light for the whole world, so that they may embrace the life that comes in you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. <laughs>